Hey, are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash one. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H. I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, Jones one. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope and prayer that you find this episode inspirational and informative. Well, as you may have noticed, I've been MIA all of September. It was my intentions to at least have one episode in September, but it just has not happened. My job has really picked up. Um, I am actually back in the office more days. Um, so yeah, I've just been extremely busy, but I've been thinking about you all the whole time. So I'm glad to be back. Hopefully I'll be able to get another episode in the month of, um, what month are we in? October. So yeah. So anyway, I don't really have much to talk about. I had had an episode. I was working on research for a new episode and I haven't really finished um the research necessary for that episode but that is coming soon um but on this episode I just want to do an update um if you're a member of DWH um which I recommend you becoming a new member we are growing and growing and growing it seems like every day that I log in to the DWH community I have more requests to join the group so please feel free to join us there um you will get more updates on what's going on with me as well as other listeners by becoming a member of DWH. But I did tell um, DWH members that um, something happened recently. And um, <laughs> it once again makes me say, throw the whole vagina away. I'm tired of having a vagina. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I am not that I want to be, you know, anything but a woman, but can I just 
give my vagina away to somebody else who may want it. I don't want it anymore. (laughs) I don't want having a vagina. I hate having a vagina at this point. It has served no purpose for me. I have no children. I've had experience experience when it comes to just bad experiences with having vaginas. Okay. All jokes aside, um, (laughs) all jokes aside, there has been a medical update that is unfortunate, but I'm trying to take it all with stride. So, um, recently, um, without being, without giving two tips, I mean, we, we're all adults here. I've shared a whole bunch of stuff with you guys. So please don't take it as gross when I share information about my vagina and what is going through and all of the medical things that happens with it. Um, we are all very candid here, meaning me and also on DWH. We're very candid about what's happening to our bodies because that's what this whole podcast is about is our body and, um, reproductive areas. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so this is what happened recently. So I had had, I never in my life had a yeast infection. So I experienced the yeast infection and not really not knowing what to do. I went to an urgent care to see how to really care. And I know there's a whole aisle of feminine products, including yeast infections and all of that. But honestly, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was a yeast infection or if it was something else. So I wanted to make sure that it was indeed a yeast infection and that I treated it appropriately. Long story short, so I went to the urgent care. They said, yeah, this is a yeast infection, but we also see some lesions here. You might want to go to your gynecologist to see what that's about because we're not experts in this area. So I made my appointment while I was sitting and waiting um, for the doctor to come back with my prescription for the yeast infection. I called, or I actually didn't even call. I actually just went into my portal and made my appointment with my gynecologist. Fast forward to my appointment with my gynecologist, um, the lesions that the um, um, doctor saw at urgent care were actually genital warts. And what my gynecologist told me is that the genital warts that were apparent in my vaginal area was actually from HPV. And when he tells me this, I'm in shock because for one, I haven't had sex since what, April? Yeah, late April was the last time I I had sex with positive singles. And so since then, I hadn't been sexually active. I hadn't even really been dating anyone um, since positive singles. So I was like, wait a minute. I haven't had sex since April. How is this possible that I'm having symptoms of HPV? Could it be something else? Because as we know, HPV is a sexually transmitted disease, right? Um, what I'm finding though, is that HPV is even more common and I should have had the statistics on that. But when I did my own research, just for my, for my information, um, HPV is more common than herpes. And so, um, 
yeah, so I found that out and he said, you know, when I when I questioned, you know, how is this possible when I haven't had sex in so long? He's just like herpes, HPV can remain dormant in your system without you even knowing you have it. So I was like, okay. But then he says, but I just checked you in March, right? And HPV evidently, unlike herpes, will show up as an abnormal pap smear. So it would have shown when he tested me in March. So when he says this, I'm like, interesting. Because I had my pap smear in March and my pap smear came back normal, right? Me and positive singles relationships started getting rocky around the time that we last had sex. I hadn't seen positive singles for a month prior to our last encounter. He was being very shaky, like his behavior patterns were starting to change, which is always an indication that there's someone else around the picture. Someone else is in the mix. I mean, that, that's been my experience. I'm not going to say that that's everyone else's experience, but when I'm dealing with men and their behaviors start to change a little bit, or I'm not as, you know, you're not as accessible as you used to be, whether over the phone or whether in presence, like us spending time together, it's normally because there's something else going on. There's someone else that may be involved in the relationship. And that's just my perspective based off of experience, right? So I started thinking about it and I said, huh, this is around the time that our relationship was rocky. So the feelings that I had back then that there was someone else in the picture is now evident because if we had been having sex prior to my last pap smear and this test comes back normal, now all of a sudden I had one more encounter with you after maybe one or two more encounters with you after my pap smear in April And now I've contracted, I had to have contracted it because it didn't appear before my pap, when I had my pap smear, it had to have happened after my pap smear. And he was the only person I slept with after my pap smear and since. So this kind of solidified to me that he was messing with someone. So I was like, this is interesting. At first, I didn't even want to confront him because at this point, me and positive singles were not together, right? We've, We've had a few conversations about where our relationship was and we ended up ending it. Um, I want to say when, when did we end it? We ended it August 19th. And the reason why I know that is because it was the day after my aunt's funeral. So, yeah. So I was conflicted. I was like, you know, we're not together. I don't really feel like calling him and talking to him about it. And at first I wasn't going to, but a few days after, um, well, before I even go there, I went to, um, went to DWH on Facebook and I, you know, expressed that, you know, I just found out I was diagnosed with HPV and I want to thank 
the DWH community for all of your support um, and encouragement and just letting me know that, you know, this doesn't have to stay with you, that in some cases um, it went away over a period of time Um, because initially when I found out, I'm thinking the worst, like, oh, this is going to cause cancer. Um, But after seeing you guys' story and you guys said it went away, I started doing a little bit more research and I found out that there are different types of HPV, just like there are different types of HSV, um, HSV, HSV1 and HSV2. So typically the type of HPV that causes warts are not the same, is not the same strand of HPV that causes cervical cancer. So the fact that I got warts is a good indication that maybe it will not cause cancer. But of course I have to, you know, um, make sure and do, you know, take tests to make sure that, you know, that doesn't develop, but it kind of put my mind at ease knowing that, you know, if I had a wart, it's most likely not the type that causes cancer. So that put my mind at ease. But, um, after, you know, sharing with DWH, you know, and, uh, and speaking with you guys, I decided that I was going to have a conversation with positive singles. So I called him and he didn't answer. And, um, I want to say the next day he sent me a message and said, Hey, did you call me? And I, I said, yes. I said, if you're not busy, I need to talk to you about something. So he calls me right away and he was like, Hey, everything good. You all right. And I, I said, actually, no, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm a little annoyed right now because although, you know, this is something else to deal with. I actually could not even get sad or mad when I was in the doctor's office. So even when I came home and I thought about it, I couldn't even get mad at the fact that, you know, he had given it to me or, you know, that this is something else that I have to deal with. I just took it as this is just life. You know what I'm saying? And we make decisions. I chose not to have protected, unprotected sex with him. I chose to have unprotected sex with him. Um, thinking, you know, we both have herpes. So what's the harm? And that was my bad for thinking that way. But this, you know, we we do, we make mistakes. We, we do decisions. And, you know, sometimes the decisions can be the wrong decisions. It's just life. And, you know, me knowing that he probably didn't even know that he had HSPV, HPV, excuse me, I'm about to confuse the two. <laughs> um, he probably didn't even know he had HPV. So I couldn't even get mad at him. I wasn't mad at him. I wasn't mad at myself. I was like, this is just something else that I have to deal with. And this is just life. So, but I was annoyed though. I was annoyed, um, that, I was annoyed that it, it one was something else and that it was something else because of him. And I didn't really want to, I don't know. I just, I was in my feelings about it. Cause I still cared about positive singles to this day. I still care for him. I just know that I can't waste any more time with him. Right. So 
if we were still in a relationship, maybe it would have been easier to deal with. But I was annoyed that I had to call him and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm going through. And, you know, so that's what I did. So I called him and I, you know, I, I said, you know, this is how I asked him or this is how I brought this the subject up. I said, were you ever really diagnosed with herpes or are you going off of what your ex told you and you saw a bump and you just thought hey this is what it is it's herpes and um he was like yeah yeah he was like you know I I know I have herpes and I said well that's not the question I'm asking I was like were you actually medically diagnosed with herpes did you have just a bump and said oh, because my ex told me she has herpes, I have herpes. I know that I have herpes because now I see a bump. And he was like, well, initially I saw a bump. And I said, well, was it a cluster of bumps or was it just a singular bumps? Was it like a a pus-filled bump or was it just a bump that didn't have any pus in it? What exactly did you see? And he expressed to me that he saw the pus-filled bumps and that he actually busted (laughs) And then realized that may have not been the right thing to do. And then that's why he went to his doctor's, um, to a doctor appointment. So I said, so you, you received a medical diagnosis from the doctor. And he was like, yes. He was like, why are you asking me this? This is how our conversation opened up. So he said, why are you asking me this? And I said, the reason why I'm asking is because I was recently diagnosed with HPV. And he was like, what is HPV? And I said, you haven't heard of HPV? He was like, that's the thing that causes cancer, right? And I said, well, it could, depending on the strand. But yeah, I was diagnosed with HPV and I haven't had any sexual partners since you. And so he was like, what? So I said, yeah, I said, you know, prior to um, our our last sexual encounter, I had had a pap smear and nothing came back from it. But since that pap smear, I've had sex with you and now I'm showing symptoms of HPV and I've been diagnosed with HPV. And he was like, so he asked me how did I know or what was the symptoms? And I told him and um, he said, well, how was it just showing up now and I said you know I explained to him what the doctor said about that and he was just like wow so now I have to deal with this and I said yeah it seems like it because I don't think I got it from anyone else I believe I got it from you and um he um was just kept saying wow repeatedly and um he said um what what did he say after that um, kind of cracked a joke, which I didn't laugh. Um, I think he was just trying to lighten, um, the, the tension. Cause you know, there's a little tension from us not, you know, being together anymore. And so he was just trying to lighten the mood. And I said, well, I just wanted to let you know, so that in the future, whoever, you, you know, you may have a sexual encounter with, you might want to just be sure to, you know, wear protection no more. Um, cause he doesn't like to wear condoms. I said this whole, that you don't like to wear condoms thing. You may need to reevaluate that. 
I said, because, you know, you don't want to just go around here. We already have herpes. So now, you know, we already knew about that. But now you have something else in addition to herpes. So maybe it's time to, you know, start, you know, taking better care of yourself and the people that you're with. And so he was just like, okay. So he was like, so how are you feeling? And I said, I'm, I'm fine. I'm dealing with it. And, you know, I said, you know, at first I wasn't going to even call you. And he was like, really, you was just going to have me out here. And I was just like, you're no longer my responsibility. But, um, I thought that maybe that this would be the right thing to do is just to let you know, you know, for the people that you're with in the future. And so he was like, well, I appreciate it. And that was the end of the call. Like we basically, you know, said goodbye. And that was the end of the call. Um, I haven't heard from him since. And, I, and even if he did call, I probably will not answer. Um, cause prior to this, I had blocked his telephone number and I blocked him on social media cause I am done, done. Like after our last conversation, when it comes to what we were doing and this was definitely the end of our relationship. Um, I think I don't want to even be friends with him. And I've had a, a issue of being friends with my exes and I'm not doing that anymore. And I, I used to not think there was any harm in being friends with your exes as long as the relationship ended well, you know, there wasn't any cheating, there wasn't any abuse or anything like that. I typically would remain friends with them because I will always think, well, there was something about them that I enjoyed and um, what's the harm of remaining friendly, if not just, you know, if not friends, just at least friendly. But I had a conversation with a male, um, a guy, and he was like, I don't understand why you remain friends with your exes and I expressed to him just what I expressed to you guys and he's like but don't you think that you're spending too much energy on somebody who didn't value you in the beginning he was like why remain friends he was like it's okay to be cordial but to have them to be able to call you at any time and and hope long conversations because that's that's what a lot of my friendships were we were still hanging out we were still on the phone for two and three hours at a time it was like that's a lot of energy that you could spend on someone who who actually wants to be with you he's like so what happens when you do meet the man that you're supposed to be with do you just end that friendship and then you have that awkwardness then he said at one period of time at some period of time you're gonna have to end that friendship he's like so why just continue to have it now he was like you need to let it go and when he said that it was hard to hear because some of the um ex some of my exes I've been friends with for years after our relationship and I've grown to um count on them as far as when it like if I'm bored or if I am I'm feeling lonely or whatever, I'll call them. Or even if vice versa, they'll call me when they don't have anything to do. But that's not the, that's not what I want. You know what I mean? Because to be honest, 
and he and the guy that I was talking to about this, he didn't even bring up these things, but I thought about this. Like with Chicago, that relationship is going to be hard to break and I'm in the process of breaking it. It's just taking some time. <laughs> but there is still some attachments to him. There's times when I'm talking to Chicago and we're on the phone for three hours and I'm like, why didn't this work? I wish this could have worked out. I wish, you know, he's so, he's such a good guy. You know, like, look how we talk to each other. We communicate so well to with each other. But Chicago does not want to be in a relationship with me. There's is something about me that he's like, no, I, I think I want more. And he's, it's fine for him to want more. If I can't provide for him what he's looking for, it's fine that he wants something more than what I can offer. That's fine. That's that's his preference. But for me, I'm still thinking like, why didn't this work? I'm still torturing myself, still trying to figure out, you know, could there be a possibility? And that's not healthy. That's not healthy. You know, and I'm saying, oh, we're just friends. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I wish this had worked out. And what does that do for the next guy? If I'm still saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing the stability of Chicago and what if the next guy doesn't have all the stability but he has in the whole scheme of things he's a great match for me he may not have all of the money that Chicago has and the big home that Chicago has but he may be still living in an apartment but I may compare the two and want to be with Chicago because of everything that Chicago has and miss this guy who's still living in an apartment who has all of the personality and qualities that I look for in a man, but he doesn't look as bright and as great on paper as Chicago may look like. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? So when when this guy said that and I, and I really sat down and thought about it, I said, you know, he's right. He's right. I have to end these dead relationships these relationships that are not going anywhere with my exes and let them move on with their life and be happy so that I can move on with mine and be happy we don't have to remain friends and I'm that type of person where I'm just like you know I want to be friends with everybody I want to get along with everybody and that's not life I mean you know, you can always be loving, you know, God wants us to love one another, but that doesn't mean that you keep those people in your life and you stay connected to people. They, there's a saying that um, people coming into, into your life for seasons and for reasons, you know, and then some will stay. So there's a period of time that these relationships were to be in my life. I was supposed to learn the lesson from that relationship. And then once it's ended, move on, but keep the lesson, but let the people go about their business. So that's what really kind of stuck with me. So at this point, um, positive singles, we're no longer, um, an item. We're no longer friends. Um, Tony is another one I had to let go. Uh, me and Tony have been friends for three years after our relationship and I have to let him go. Um, and now Chicago, I'm working on that. So wish me luck. Cause this is going to be a tough one. <laughs>
This is going to be a tough one to break because I enjoy our conversation so much, but I know that Chicago doesn't want me and that's fine. I want someone who wants me and I want the man that God has for me to be my best friend. So I don't need a whole bunch of friends as far as male friends. I don't, I don't need a whole bunch of friends. I have one really good guy friend. That's all we've ever been. We're friends. And that will be my guy friend. That'll be my go-to, um, when it comes to the male perspective. But anyway, this is all I have for this episode. I just want to bring something to you. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. Um, I'm still doing research on HS, HPV, excuse me. I keep wanting to say HS. HSV too, because that's what I talk about typically, but, um, I'm still learning about HPV. I have a follow-up with my doctor, um, in two weeks. Um, it seems like the cream I was telling people in DWH members of DWH that there's three, there was three options that my doctor gave to me and it was to have the wart frozen off, just like you had a wart on your finger or whatever. Um, but I, he said it would be painful so I opted not to do that. <laughs> um, I could have had it um, lanced off. Like he could have removed it. Like he removed the cyst that I had. I didn't want to do that because that was painful. So the third option was to use a topical cream. And that would dry the wart out over a period of time. And um, even though it was it was kind of hard to get. Because where it's positioned is not the best position for cream. But, or getting cream there, but, cause you know, you got help mirrors and stuff. Ladies, y'all know what I'm talking about. But anyway, oh, <laughs> fellas, you guys may not know, but sometimes it's hard for women to kind of get to places anyway, but I opted for the cream because that was the lesser of three evils. So, um, so far I feel that it is diminishing. This definitely has gotten smaller so I'm supposed to follow up with my doctor in two weeks to see what the progress, if it's all the way gone or if he needs to um, um, do one of the other two options. So hopefully, you know, it'll be fully gone and we won't have to deal with that again. Hopefully, I don't know if these things are reoccurring, if they flare up just like herpes. That I still don't know, so I'm doing a lot more research on that. If you guys know or have experienced having HPV, um, let me know. Email me at yahirajoneshope at gmail.com. Tell me your story. Tell me your experience of having it. I would love any information that you have. Um, you can also, if you want to send me a message about this topic or anything else that I talk about on this platform, you can also um, email me or um, hit the message button. I'm starting to see those messages. Um, Anchor, which is the platform I use for this podcast, they don't send me those messages. So like, if you're listening to this through iTunes or through Spotify, um, I don't get those messages instantly. I actually have to go on each different platform to see those messages. So if you haven't received a response from me, Um, I saw that one person said they wanted to connect with me. um, And I think that was on um, Spotify. I don't have a way of responding to those messages. I can see them, but I don't have a way of responding to those messages. So the best way 
if you would like to reach out to me is to actually email me at Yahira Jones Hope at gmail.com. And that is Y-A-H-I-R-A-J-O-N-E-S-H-O-P-E at gmail.com. Or if you're a member of DWH on Facebook, just instant message me if you would like to contact me directly. Um, but that's all I have for this episode. Very short, very sweet, maybe off topic a little bit, um, from what I normally talk about. Um, and not as jovial because there's nothing much to say or, you know, I'm not down or anything about it, but yeah, nobody wants to get a new diagnosis of something, right? You know, (laughs) herpes is enough, but, um, I thank you guys for listening until next time. Be safe and God bless.